This is 365 Tech by Suites. Today, we're talking about the powerful application Google Photos. If you haven't already heard of this, I'm about to blow your mind. And if you're still using Apple Photos, I'm going to convince you that you're using the wrong application and you need to download Google Photos. Been hearing more and more people talking to me about how to move photos from phone to phone. This is the answer. Let's get into it. Google Photos is an application released by Alphabet or Google or one of the people in that conglomerate of things. They released this photos application for unlimited storage of your photos, no matter where you're at, what device you're on. I love it. There are so many features that this thing has. I'm going to go into the top three first and then I'll break down a lot of the rest just for value additions for people. I like the 80-20 rule, provide the 80% value that's going from 20% of my content. So first, unlimited storage. If a photo is greater than 16 megabits, megapixels, megapixels, if it's greater than 16 megapixels, it'll get reduced or it can't be stored. As for videos, if you try to upload anything that's greater than 1080p, so high, regular high def resolution, it'll just downgrade the photo to standard resolution. This is different from Apple Photos and Shutterfly and other storages in that one, Apple Photos is limited to your device. You have to typically remember to back it up and you're restricted to file size or you're restricted to storage amount. If you want to store more, you have to pay. Google Photos is the opposite trend. You can store unlimited photos and if you want to store high quality photos, that's where Google's pricing starts is if you want to store specific high quality or high resolution images, you need that, that one, it uses up part of your five gigabytes of free storage. So you've got five gigs free. I think most people could deal with that. And if you can't deal with that, then you can store unlimited, unlimited. That means no limits. So my top three features, one is the unlimited storage. Second, that you can label people. So it'll automatically prompt you because Google's super great about machine learning and image recognition. It'll automatically, when you hit the search bar in Google Photos app, it'll show you a bunch of photos of people and it'll give you the option to label them. So I took a day and I went through and labeled everybody. So it knows that my photos are Patrick Sweetman. It knows my friend Jesse and Kevin and Steven all by their first and last name. That way when I say, okay, Google, show me photos of Abby Sweetman. Showing your photos of Abby Sweetman on Master Bedroom TV. She already knows who I'm talking about and sorts through all of my photos so that way she just puts those right onto my screen for me. My third favorite part about it is cross-platform. So if you're changing phones, it works on Apple iOS. If you want it on your desktop, it works on your desktop. Anywhere you could think of, Google does a really good job of making sure that your photos are available no matter where you're at. They make it very easy and passive for you to automatically back up all of your photos. You don't need to think about it once you download the app. You just select which folders you want it to be backed up and then it'll automatically do it for you. That way the next time you need to get a phone, a new phone, you don't need to worry about paying for storage or finding a special website. All you do when you get a new phone is download the Google Photos app, sign in using your Google account, and then it'll have all of your photos there. You don't need to download them to your device because they're all stored in the cloud. You have unlimited of them so they're all accessible from any device. I think this is the fact that just goes over a lot of people's head. You don't need to download these photos. They're all available to you just like the photos on Facebook and Instagram are to you. You can view them. You can also download them, share them, edit them, whatever you'd like. Most of which can be done within the Google Photos app. The cross-platform and unlimited storage together are, are a potent combo for Google Photos. And now let's go into some of the less big stuff that I think adds a ton of value to Google Photos as a platform and as a sharing application. You've got automatic PC and Mac backup. So if you go on your computer right now and 
go to Google Photos, it'll probably prompt you to say, hey, you wanna save all of your photos that are on your computer? And then you can just download the Google Photos app onto your PC or Mac. It'll go through your entire PC or specific folders if you'd like, find all of your photos and then back them up for you. That way, if your PC breaks, or if you wanna view the photos that are on your PC on your other devices, those are already there for you. You don't have to go through and manually select stuff Google just is going to search through all of your files and do that. If you're comfortable with Google searching through your files, Google again gives you a lot of customization with this. So you can make it so that it doesn't automatically search through any of your files on your computer and you can still just drag and drop them from your computer. That kind of removes the point of the automatic backup for your PC and Mac. But hey, if you're that paranoid about Google having your info, you do you. I'm not going to judge you for it. So I really like having that on there. Um, typically, I don't store photos straight onto my computer and I don't take photos from my computer. So if a photo is ending up on my computer, it's either a screenshot from wanting my, uh, from an algorithm that I've been coding or from a project that I've been working on with a client. So I'll still have those backed up, but I have my PC get backed up to my professional account, whereas photos that I take on my phone are all backed up to my personal account. I like that too. You can just hit the little, uh, your profile image in the top right of the screen and then switch and then have a segregated set of photos. So that way I can isolate all of my photos to um, Sweetman Tech, my professional, or Par4, which is my personal. And each of those has five gigabytes of free high def storage and unlimited, um, unlimited general photo storage. In addition, you've got assistant notifications. So every once in a while, I'll get a notification from the assistant that says, hey, we created a video for you, or we created an animation for you, or XXX. They like to just, the assistant automatically works on your photos when you're not there. You've got a personal assistant in your pocket with the Google Photos app that's working on trying to optimize your photos for you. So you'll open it up and it'll say, hey, we created a stylized photo, which is an edited photo. It brings out and highlights some details to try to make the photo look better or an animation, which is a bunch of photos together similar to a GIF or a, a fast slideshow. And then there's a movie, which it'll add music. You have some music tracks that you can pick from. It'll line them up, pan through some of the shots, play videos in order, and do all of that just by selecting. You can select for animations and videos anywhere from three to 50 of them. And the assistant will automatically do this for you. If you don't like it, you can delete it or you can save it. And I'm sure that plays into the algorithm for it to determine how to make better photos for you personally. Think about having an, assist an assistant that the more you interact with it, the better it gets. This is a free application called Google Photos and it, it, it already exists. Next, you've got Photo Scan. This isn't a separate app, but Google created it and it's for Google Photos. It's for the storage of the photos that you've already got sitting under your bed. This is helpful for people like my parents, not necessarily us young kids, but for people who have Polaroid photos or just old photos before everything was stored in the cloud. You can, this photo, the application is called PhotoScan and it's for creating digital copies of your real photos. So that way you can scan all of your photos and have them automatically be uploaded to Google Photos so that they can be accessed on the cloud. So that way if an accident happens, your house floods, you lose the photos in a move, they get damaged in a fire, whatever it may be, just sitting in the sunlight. You don't have to worry about that anymore because they're all backed up as digital copies on your Google Photos, which again has unlimited storage so you don't need to worry about running out of space ever. Another nice thing, I don't know if I brought this up yet, but it prompts you when you're running out of space to remove all of the photos that have already been backed up. So as you take photos, they will remain on your phone even though they automatically get backed up to Google Photos. This takes up space. Apple doesn't prompt you to remove photos, which is why you'll run out of space if you take way too many photos. Um, but Google Photos will prompt you on iOS or on Android to remove the photos. This is a safe backup and it warns you of that. And it'll even tell you how much space you're freeing. Before I made this episode, I got the notification while I was browsing through Google Photos that I could clear up 
uh, 100 megabytes. So that's a tenth of a gigabyte. And the biggest clear out that I've ever had is two gigabytes, but that was when I went a long time without clearing out any photos. I usually clear it out every once in a while. It just, you don't need them stored on your local device. I don't know if this needs explained more, but having photos stored in the cloud is practically the same, easier to share for the most part, and takes up less local space. All of the space constraints are put onto Google's, and they don't seem to care about having all of your photos in that space concern because they're willing to take unlimited. Archival of photos is in another feature. This lets you clear out the bulk of your photos of your Google account so that way you don't have to just sit there viewing a bunch of junk photos. For me, this includes stuff like screenshots and mostly screenshots I like to have archived. That way they're not just filling up my feed. Archival of photos is nice for clearing out space in unwanted photos. Google Photos even has Trash Restore. I didn't realize this until I started doing research today, but as you delete photos, one, it'll prompt you with a little pop-up from the bottom that says, did you mean to delete this photo? And then you can undo it. In addition to that, for 60 days, there's this little trash in the sidebar when you enter the Google Photos app. So open up the Google Photos app, and then the top left corner, hit the hamburger, which is the three horizontal lines, and then you'll see the trash icon. And when you hit that, you'll see all the photos that you've deleted within the last 60 days. They all remain there, only in that trash folder. That way, if you made a mistake, you can restore the photos back to your photos. Up to 60 days. So if it's beyond 60 days, you can't restore it. It deletes it forever. But the fact that they hold on to it for 60 days for you is pretty cool. One photo I just showed off, but I want to go into a little bit more detail with, is the Chromecast feature. I can speak with my assistant or use my phone anyway. If you have a Chromecast on a TV, you can use Google, you can, you can push your Google Photos up to any screen. So originally I was able to do this with my phone. You go into your Google Photos app, select a photo, and then you hit push, or there's a little screen with three curved lines on it, which says to push to a device. And then it'll prompt you to pick what device you want, and you'll select your Chromecast, and then you can manually select or select a, an album of photos, however you want, and it'll just play them like a slideshow on your TV. I like to think of this like the Harry Potter moving photos because you can pick whatever photo you want and it's a digital display for you. Because I have a voice assistant, I can tell her, hey Google, show my photos on Master Bedroom TV. Showing your photos on Master Bedroom TV. And then it's just going to play through all of my photos passively. So I have tons of photos and it'll just start cycling through those in, I believe, time order. But you can, uh, you can classify it by other labels that you've defined or other things, which I'll discuss more, and use your voice to push things up to your TV, such as your own photos. So if you're in a party, if you're at your own party at your house, and you want to show photos of your kids, or you want to show photos of your last vacation, I could say, hey Google, show me photos from Chicago. Showing your photos of Chicago on Master Bedroom TV. So now it's playing all of my photos that I took while I was in Chicago on my TV. Another feature, when you're in email through Gmail, you sometimes need to attach photos. If you've got Google Photos, there's this little attach photos button, which will automatically have all of your photos from your Google account. So if you're typing up an email on your phone and you want to attach a photo that you uploaded from your computer, it's already there for you. If you want to send an email from your computer and attach a photo that you took from your phone, it's there. There's no extra hoops for you to jump through. You just click the little attach photo button and all of your Google Photos are already there in Gmail. They recently released, a few months ago, the Photo Books feature. This was really cool. Let me, let me explain what the feature is first and then why it's cool. So you've got 7-inch soft cover photo book. What, what the photo books are. You can go through your photos and you can select a series of photos and then they will 
send you a printed photo book. Now this feature costs money, but you get a physical book of all of your photos in it. Before this, the only options were Shutterfly and Apple, and I'm sure there were others, but those were the main ones. When I graduated from high school, my mom made this photo book of me, of my progress from birth through the graduation of high school, and that was awesome. I still have that book, and I love looking through it. She made it using Shutterfly, and I'm sure, it, and it was more expensive. Shutterfly's costs are higher. For Google Photos, for their photo books, you've got a seven inch soft cover book for with 20, uh, 20 pages for $9.99. And if you wanna add any additional pages to the photo book, it's 35 cents per page. So if you wanted to make a 40 page book, hey Google, what's 35 times 40? Alright, that math didn't help me very much, but it's very cheap to add additional pages, so if you wanted to double size your, of your book, you could do that. The 9-inch hardcover book, so to get an additional 2 inches and have the hardcover, it only adds $10 onto the initial price, so $19.99 for a 20-page photo book, and for additional pages, it is $0.65. Cents. In addition to being able to search people, you can search objects, locations, dates, and also emojis. I didn't know you could search for emojis, but I tried it out. I typed in an emoji of a cat, and it showed me all of my photos of my cats Solana and Kalani. You can put an emoji of a bus, and it'll show you all photos of buses, etc. Like, do an emoji of a cake, and it'll show you all photos of cakes. Emoji search is cool. I don't know if it's necessarily relevant, but it's really cool and a fun feature to have. If you can't tell, I love Google Photos. I think it's a great way for you to not have to worry about where your photos are at and if they're all together, and to not have to worry about the platform that you're on because it works anywhere. Unlike Apple Photos or some of the other applications that you might use as a replacement to this, Google Photos works everywhere. If you have any thoughts on Google Photos or any other applications you think are good contenders, call in. Otherwise, I'll catch you tomorrow.